Man, <laughs> yes. dig that crazy chick. <laughs> I hope they get to the point. Oh, here we go. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're wearing short shorts. Yeah, great. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was brilliant. That, that was, was good. Yeah, blues. That. Can't beat them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the short film spectacular. Short film extravaganza. It, just this in one, so one to, day. Yeah, to celebrate seventy-five official meetings, um, we've done. We've each picked a short film. Um, I can't remember when we first thought of this idea. It was a while ago, wasn't it? We should have thought about this much earlier. In fact, we yeah. should do that every so. week. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a new short secret film club. I would have to be a secret short film club, Michael. Don't be silly. Ah, that's true. Maybe we should do it every 75 episodes. <laughs> no! That, that's, that's not too much of a commitment. <laughs> as long as we have an episode every hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah we the the um the release schedule is really piling up now because we keep having these extra meetings and stuff like we're, <laughs> we're just never going to run out of these um but that's good as well uh so we picked four films here um Certainly i guess we did. just go through them in the order that we nominated them yeah yeah that sounds good I, that's not the order i watched them in Oh, oh interesting! Goodness. I uh, yeah, I was going to watch them in that order, and I thought, mm, I don't want to watch Kit Bull right now. I don't even, I didn't want to watch it at all because it yeah. sounded very sad. And um, <laughs> I was right, so I saved that. I thought I'm going to watch something else. I'm going to watch a Chip in the Sugar first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I followed that up with Lucid, and then I thought, mm, I don't want to leave Kit Bull till last because then I'll be sad. So I better cheer myself up with Thriller. <laughs> yeah, um, but by the time it came round, I had to watch Thriller like immediately afterwards. And I was like devastated. Oh, <laughs> Wait, you, could, you could have watched me up a bit, Kid Bull first, and then by the end you would have forgotten about it. I know I should have done that instead. I'm a big old procrastinator. Um, anyway, should we talk about Kid Bull first? Why not? Yeah. Yes. So, did you all watch them in the right order? I did. Uh, I watched it in some order. <laughs> I Which also order? did that. A well order. <laughs> yes. So why Kit Bull? Yeah, Laura, you picked Kit Bull. And um, I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> yep. Good reason. You, you put me on the spot. And Kira's been saying, so since I mentioned the Short Film Festival, she was like, pick Kit Bull, pick Kit Bull, pick Kit Bull, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, then, and then I had to decide, and then that was all I could think of. Apart from I was going to pick Lorenzo, but you'd all seen it, so I thought I'd pick Kit Bull. Yeah. She wanted to make you cry. She did want to make me cry. That must have been it. <laughs> Yeah. Did you cry? I did, yeah. Had you seen it before? No, no. Okay, your first time. Yeah. God, it yeah. was sad. It was really nice. I mean, it was sad it at the nice beginning, ending. but then it has a, a nice ending, right? Is it, a, it has a happy yeah. ending. Very happy by the end. Uh-huh. It just reminds me, the dog fighting exists. I don't like to be mm, confronted with that knowledge. It does, yes. Mm. And strays and unhappy animals. But they were happy animals once they escaped from the It's all in the mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's all in the mind, you know. (laughs) So this was, I think, the shortest film out of all of them, wasn't it? It was like five minutes long. Yeah. Or maybe a little long. Eight minutes. Although it had Um, some credits, so. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, eight and a half minutes. Um, so t- yeah, it told quite a quite a basic story, didn't it? Mm. Um, but it told it in quite a quite a cute, quite a nice way. But it was really stripped down, wasn't it? Yeah, you would think they would make it a. I guess that's how long they normally are for Disney shorts, isn't it? Yeah, they never a bit really long, go longer. If anything. Yeah, um, it felt a lot like a like I've seen Pixar shorts. Is it in mm. the same sort of genre as that? Is that the? I wonder if they were animated idea. by Pixar because presumably Pixar is still the um, animating studio for Disney. Yeah, so one of them. Um, but it, it did say, didn't it, uh, this is from animators at Pixar. Oh, yes. Oh, which yes. seemed to me Spark Shorts. What, what do you know about Spark Shorts? I don't really know anything about it. So this is the first time I've heard of it, but I think it's yeah. different from... It is part of Pixar. Yeah, I think it's in like an experimental kind of. Yeah, like not one of their main projects. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, okay. there's three Spark Shorts films. Okay. Um. Oh, well, if this is one of them, I'd watch the other two. Hmm. Yeah, but did you like it? I did like it. I thought it was maybe a little weak. Um, it didn't grab me like some of the Pixar shorts can. Um, and I, I wasn't prompted to cry or anything, but it was, it was a bit sad. And it was nice that they were happy at the end. Uh, but maybe I didn't quite engage with it in the way that you did. Yeah, I mean, I was guaranteed to start bawling my eyes out. <laughs> it was a cat and a dog that was sad. Yeah. <laughs> when did you cry? I was Just overwhelmed so that I know. with emotion very near the beginning. When the cat was on its own in its box, I just started crying from then on out. I was just yeah. crying the whole thing. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay. I got sadder and sadder and sadder, and even by the end, it didn't rescue it for me. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah, thought that the animation of... was very cute as well. I, mm. I liked it. Yeah, it was a bit different, the animation still, yeah. wasn't it? I liked it. It was 2D, wasn't it? It's not mm. what we see much of anymore at all. Certainly not from Pixar. Mm. Yeah. But I, it was different to the 2D stuff that other Disney is. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I think p- was part of that because it was very stripped down. It seemed like it they didn't have a lot of resources behind it. They they made a lot of some fairly basic techniques. I thought that was quite impressive artistically. Yeah, I'm guessing it wasn't a funding issue if it was Pixar, but maybe it was an artistic choice. Mm. I suppose so. I'm thinking, yeah, the fact that it is Spark Shorts and it's animators from Pixar and stuff, I wonder if they were sort of told oh, why don't you take Friday afternoons off and work on your own project or something like that? Well, um, I'm reading now on Wikipedia ah. that it's a program that gives six employees at Pixar six months and a very small budget to develop a short film um, in order to find new filmmakers at Pixar. Ah. Okay. Nice. So it's about discovering creative spark in its employees. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, if this was an audition, I hope they got the part. <laughs> Fernando, what did you think? 
I did like it. Yes, I thought it was mm, nice. It was nice. Um, it is about friendship, I suppose, and then how can how one can change one's perspective of life depending on how one has been treated, and that life can be much nicer when we all treat each other with kindness, as Harry Styles mm. would say. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's full of stuff like that, isn't he, Harry? Harry Styles. <laughs> is he? Is he? Bit of a Buddhist. Yeah. Yeah. That was a convincing yes. Mm. I don't really <laughs> know who he is. I know he was in Dunkirk. Harry Styles was in Dun- Dunkirk. I think so. He was off of One Direction. He's oh, in one of the pop bands, Laura. Yes, one of those pop bands. Popular music. They have nowadays, yes. Well, he's, he's made a stride into acting. Yeah. All right. Is he really? What? <laughs> you I think you're know. someone else? <laughs> oh, yes, I'm getting confused with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> right. oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all the same, these young ones. <laughs> um, Laura, no, not Laura. Claire, what did you think of the film? Um, so... The word Fernando used a few times and that I have written down is nice. Um, mm. I feel like it, yeah, it didn't, didn't change the world, but it uh, highlighted how uh, sort of as people are getting to know each other and working out how to communicate with each other, sometimes acts can seem aggressive and that's not really how they were intended. Yeah. Sorry, getting to know each other, you work out. Um, through acts of kindness, that you're um, that you're friends and you can be nice to each other and can be allies in the world. And I just thought it was a really nice little story, and it was nice to look at, well animated, interesting. I love the big eyes on Kit. Yes. Yeah. God, that was a cute cat. Mm. <laughs> So Harry Styles no. is in Dunkirk. He is Alex. All right, you weren't making it up. <laughs> I never make things up. I thought it was just Laura bullshitting as usual. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen Dunkirk. Is it good? No. I thought it was good. Yes, I liked it a lot. I don't That's think you yes would like it, though. No. Oh, okay. Because it's very... It's just action from the beginning. Oh, man. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I don't know. It's got some bit. It's got some good bits. Maybe I'll pick it one day. Yeah, no. My my kind of uh, war film is like black and white. Black and white, fast talking people who went to public school. Yeah, I, I like, like that either too. of those genres. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the second time I've said genres. I was doing some French before. Can you tell? <laughs> Ooh la la, genre. <laughs> <laughs> You'll need to work on your accent before you go to Paris. Oui, oui. Très bien. Je m'appelle Claire. Yeah, I guess we're. Oh, we all agreed that it was a. It was a good film then. It was lovely. Good, good short film. Yeah, yeah, it was lovely. It was. It was it interesting was about how being they vulnerable. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've got um, faith written down here. 
there was a couple of times when they they had to have faith in each other. They had to oh. make a leap of faith yeah. um, and make themselves vulnerable. Uh, like the cat going walking into its box, mm-hmm. that the cat really didn't have to do that, um, and it was a big risk for the cat. The risk that the cat didn't know that mm-hmm. this dog was okay, um, but took that leap, and and they were both the better off for it. Uh, that was nice. Oh, it was very sweet. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Next film with fifteen minutes. Yeah, I suppose so. Any other thoughts about Kitbull? Mm. Not for me. I'm glad I wa- I'm glad I did watch it. It wasn't yeah. as harrowing as I was expecting. I'm glad you it was picked quite it. upsetting. Yeah. Whom did we like better, the cat or the dog? Oh, they were both such good, good little animals. Mm. I, I have a fondness dog- for cats. There we go. I really enjoy watching big animals get scared by little animals. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the cat rang particularly true for me, the way they go and hide and mm. then come out carefully. And, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Excellent. What's the so next, the next film one, on the list? Lucid. Fernando, you picked Lucid. This I was a did. short film by uh, someone. Did we by someone? Uh, oh man! Well, put a link in the in the thing anyway, so anyone listening will know. Um, where did you hear about this? I was just googling um, <laughs> short films. Uh, oh, Deanna Milligan. Yes. Yes. Not Harry Styles. Um, <laughs> so, was this a total blind pick for you, or did you know anything about it? Well, I mean, I did read like the little synopsis that was on the website. I was reading all of them, and this seemed like the one that I was more interested to yeah. watch first. Since I would still cool. watch the rest of them, um, but maybe this was the first that I wanted to watch. Cool. What did you think of it? It was a short film. And, <laughs> it was. Um, what did I think about it? I, um, I mean, I have been told that in school people can be quite mean. And that yeah. was certainly not my experience when I went to school. But then I thought, wow, these people are quite mean. Can mm-hmm. as in, Are people really mean like this in school? Um, and I suppose that some people can be i mean maybe hmm. some people are but surely no one is in no one goes to school just and meets only mean people or what do you think hmm yeah so but you're talking about the other art students yes. around her. I thought there yeah. was a couple of nice ones horrible well i mean there were a couple of handsome ones but i'm not sure if they were nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was definitely meant, yeah. <laughs> she was definitely really drawn to the the ones who were criticizing her, wasn't she? She was having these flashbacks, thinking about them, laughing at her. Um, 
But yeah, there were some that were a bit more supportive, especially uh, in her her performance at the end. Yes, I guess that is true. But even the teacher was mean. Oh, that teacher should not be an Terrible. art teacher. Yeah, neither of them should. The the performance one or oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. the painting woman. Um, yeah, both uh, very critical in a way that wasn't didn't seem to be helpful. Mm. So was that was that the point though that it was supposed to feel like an exaggeration of the insecurities that people feel in art school? Oh, okay. How do you mean? Um, well, it must be a very judgmental place. Yeah. You know, you're in a building full of creative people trying to outcreate each other, <laughs> yeah. and you must constantly feel judged. Um, and. As humans, we tend to focus on the negative feedback that we get from people, I think. Yeah. Um, so I just wonder if if it was supposed to represent a real college or if it was supposed to represent uh, just the feeling of being criticised and judged harshly. Hmm. Um, was this like whiplash in that regard? So... I have that written down. Me too. Interesting. Oh. Mostly because of the end. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was because of the car accident. That's when it first oh. struck me. Hmm. Oh, maybe she was in a coma for the rest of the film <laughs> and the whole thing was just her dream. <laughs> no, okay, fine. Um, what did you think of it, Michael? I was torn. Um, I thought it was uh, visually interesting and quite striking. Um, I was kind of interested to learn about this girl's background, um, but it seemed a bit. Uh, I don't. Know, it felt a bit like a film by art students about the life of an art student. Mm, yeah, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, who else can? Who's better qualified to talk about the? the experience of being an art student. But um, it seemed to sort of fail to tell me anything bigger. Um, I don't know. It was it was good. It was interesting. Um, I just wonder if there were parts I was kind of not getting because it was a bit just sort of relevant to being at art school. I wasn't sure some of the shots, what, what are we supposed to be taking from this? Uh, but it, it was interesting. Uh, so one thought I had was, do you know, I forget who said it or wrote it, but there's that line about, you know, if it if it reads like writing, then it needs to be rewritten or mm. something yeah. along those lines. I feel like this, like, if it looks yeah. like an arty film, then it's not doing its job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah. I got those vibes from this okay it felt like uh, an example of the thing it was trying to discuss mm. yeah exactly. well yeah i felt like you could see the filmmakers mm-hmm. mm. trying to be interesting instead producing quite a lot of wank <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay you say your bit <laughs> did you like it laura mm. i you know i was also torn i was being a bit harsh there I think some of it was really crap. 
not really the oh, crap. No, I, so? feel te- I feel terrible because you now I feel like the art teacher. But I really did empathise <laughs> with the art teacher. Being like, <laughs> you know what? You can't just do random things and then and then just call out the audience for not enjoying it and be like, see. Mm. You know, like that whole the monologue that the performance art teacher gave about it being this is a boring art experience. And I'm like, you know, you know, you've produced a boring art experience, and you're yeah. trying to give it depth by being self aware. <laughs> and you're having the okay. art teacher say, "This is just perfunctory and it's surface, and where's the depth?" You know what I'm so afraid of? I'm afraid you're going to say, oh, that was a failure. That's exciting. I'm going to go back to my studio now and like feel like a failed artist and I'm going to suffer. And that's so meaningful. I got to tell you, there's a lot of times when you are trying to be a serious artist, when your failures are just ordinary failures. They're like the person who made your sandwiches failures. They're just like, it's a boring sandwich. This is a boring art experience. And then we have a flashback to be like, see, she did have a reason for putting the meat on the thing or, or whatever it was. Mm. See, there's, it's, it's deep. We're being really deep. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that wasn't it. Maybe it was about the fact that there is no, I was vaguely interested in the thought that it might be about the fact that some things don't have to be deep. They can just be sort of surface and aesthetically <laughs> interesting. But I don't know if that's what it was saying at all. So I was just a bit baffled. And then, hmm. and then I was upset by all the blood. <laughs> yeah, I did feel quite nauseous watching that really? scene. Yeah. yeah. It takes quite a lot to get me feeling sick. But that, you, that's, that seems like a disciplinary matter to me. If You, you can't, on it, without <laughs> consent, just explode uh, blood all over your classmate. No. Hmm. Um, they were suddenly very easily impressed, you know. <laughs> oh, she put lights on. Well, now this changes the everything. The lights are so bright. Oh, I, thought right. it was, I thought she was going to do a painting. <laughs> I thought I didn't get the sense that they enjoyed it. I thought there were still quite a lot of them were a bit horrified. Maybe. So the three girls together were, were loving it. <laughs> True, yeah. But yeah. yes, yeah, you're right, Claire. They all reacted. It wasn't, um, mm. it wasn't perfunctory or boring. Yeah. And I'd love to know whether she got kicked out of art school or was recognised as a genius or whatever. Maybe that didn't matter. Maybe it was just mattered that she did something that came from from the heart. She did something that was important to her. So that's all that matters. I'm I, groping I did, around I, for a meaning. I liked her the little vignette of her with her dad. I thought that was interesting and a yes. bit sweet. And a bit horrible. Yeah, so it was her dad instilling a a sort of... (laughs) A deep (laughs) bloodlust. A deep (laughs) bloodlust in her and her mum making her feel ashamed for it, right? Mm. Um, And so by the time she'd got to art school, she had this uh, creative heart, but covered it up because she didn't feel that she would be allowed to to do that. and part of that was wearing the blonde wig and you know hiding who she was. Blonde. The Sorry, the wig. the pink wig is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is it about having creativity quelled and having to sort of pretend to be creative in a way that we think we're expected to be creative? And it was when she let go of that that she became a good artist. Is that what the point was, that she became a good artist? I don't know. 
I think she, meant she to created think so. something that people reacted to. Was the ending? Mm. I think. Hmm. What did you think, Fernando? What did I think? I I don't think I thought anything in particular. Um, mm, what oh, did man. I think? <laughs> um, I liked her wig. I I liked the wig also. Did not like how I hated it. She was spreading misinformation. You don't need to eat meat when you're a vegetarian to have your iron levels. Mm. Um, yeah, that's true. Mm, what else? Mm, what else? Mm, I liked that she used her painting several times. Um, but she, I think she was just modifying it um, because <laughs> it reminded me of Beethoven, who apparently also modified his music several times, even after finishing composing, just because mm. he thought he wanted things to be different. Um, mm. What else? Um, I dislike the fish because I don't like touching fish. They are... yeah. Fishy. Yeah. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> but I was. Were you bored? I was not bored. Um, okay. There were some films. There are some films. Uh, I've seen some films that maybe because I'm tired, I keep wishing all the time that it ends soon. Like yellow submarine, I was like, please, <laughs> I want this to be over now. Understandable. Um, oh, we forgot but... to do the link with the last film. Oh yeah, Holy a week ago when we recorded the yellow submarine episode. <laughs> well, it's too late now. <laughs> um, no, but I, I thought it was a um, an okay film. I think I don't think that it was a bad film. Um, okay, it was a good art project i think mm. i like some of like, the synth oh i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> i also liked when she was playing with gunge i want to play with gunge <laughs> yeah even if it's creatively bankrupt and you don't deserve to be an art student if you do <laughs> yeah even though i'll never make an art student we all love playing with Gunge. Yeah. Back to basics. Yeah. I I wasn't bored either. I thought it was good. Um, good. Uh, not good. Um, enter, you know, it kept me engaged and yeah. it produced a lot of thoughts. I mm. thought a bit. Is, is there, can you have bad art or is it all perspective? Surely you can have bad art. And that's the, is that the point? It's all in Some the mind. Some art is just bad. It's all in the mind. <laughs> Why was it called lucid? Maybe she was lucid dreaming all the time. Maybe she was in a coma. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Solved it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't do a lot for me overall. Lucid. Nah, it felt a bit too much like art for me. <laughs> Bit too high, bro. But I've done worse things for ten minutes. Yeah, that was a good thing about the short films, wasn't it? There wasn't time to get bored, really, because it was a nice short little story. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no complaints. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> Next. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we watched A Chip in the Sugar. was yep. my suggestion yeah your pick claire why'd you pick it um i picked it so i thought of it when we watched uh oh what did we watch recently that was written prick by up your ears? yeah prick up your ears um i thought oh i should pick one of the talking heads so i did and you picked the one performed by alan bennett himself well i feel like it's the defining one yeah. So, yeah, what did everyone think? I probably know what you think, Michael. I probably yeah. care more what the other two think. <laughs> I'd love to hear from Fernando first. I was thinking, how old was this? And I just want, I know, I, know, it, <laughs> I want to know when did this come out? Um, because it reminded me of the conversation that we had previously um when you said that yellow submarine was the one that inspired many other things in the future hmm. and i was wondering if this is like inspiring was this the comedy i seen because I, I was this inspiring stand-up comedy in the future um talk shows oh. um i thought it was funny um you most of the time except it in it took a dramatic turn at the end hmm. um Yes, I, I liked it. I did like it. Yeah. yeah, I did like it. I would watch more of more of this. Um, maybe maybe they should have their own YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, from nineteen eighty eight for the record. Nineteen eighty eight. That's so ancient. I was born in nineteen eighty nine. I was wow. born in nineteen. Even older than you. Even older than me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you you're focusing on the on the humour there. You 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 found the comedy to be one of the the main features of it. Was it not? <laughs> what is your opinion? Now I'm interested in knowing <laughs> what you thought of the film. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I loved it. Um, I'd have said it was. A sort of dramatic monologue with elements of humour, okay. but without humour as the the overriding thing. A bit like other stuff by Alan Bennett, um, maybe like Prick Up Your Ears. There was a lot of humour in there, but it it was not maybe the main thing it was doing. Um, hmm. What do you think, Laura? Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I loved it as well. I thought it was great. I didn't love it at yeah. the beginning. I thought I was going to be bored. Yeah, when it started. Um, I've never seen like a like a monologue like this, and I was just imagining yeah. that I was going to get, but I didn't. Um, cool. I got That's really good. into it, and it, it was just lovely and brilliant and wonderfully told. Um, but yeah, I'd agree. I thought the humor landed really well, and it was very funny mm. at times. But there was it was overridden by melancholy <laughs> and <laughs> this yeah, kind of tough bit, at times, element that? of sadness. Um, but yeah, but it was. I liked it when he, the only bit that I remember is him saying. 
when his mum asked him how old Winston Churchill was, and he said, um, when. when. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so she says something like, you're trying to be clever again, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I loved that that reported uh, relationship between him and his mother. You can mm. really sort of picture what she was like and the way that he's, to start with, we think, he's looking after her and by the end it seems that he she's just as much looking after him mm. uh which is quite yeah quite a, a weird thing they've both got their flaws and they're yeah they both sort of love each other but at the same time they don't and it, yeah it's, it's tough yeah i thought oh the like a little mentions of her being so forgetful were really heartbreaking as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah bless mm-hmm. Um, just my mum's 72 <laughs> is she yeah oh well <laughs> just, just this year gone she's uh i think doing a bit better than alan bennett's mum yeah the, the mom. woman in the story sounded much older than 72 i mean 72 mm. is still you know young ish your mum's a very young 72 yeah she's doing well my mum pretty on it she knows how to work yeah. computers and things yeah oh, that's good yeah it's like he says in there a flexible mind can get you a long way <laughs> <laughs> what a villain mr um what was his name turnbull turnbull, mr. turnbull. oh i can picture him as well yes oh <laughs> so in my head he looks like the bank manager in uh shauna the dead is it shauna the dead not shauna the dead the one in oh. the supermarket in the supermarket. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Timothy. No. Dalton. Timothy yeah. Dalton. Yeah. Yeah, an old Timothy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Uh, yeah, Timothy so you've Dalton used talk. the word. <laughs> you've used the word villain there, Laura. Why, why do you go all the way to villain? I think he sounds misogynist. Um, <laughs> yep. And racist. And oh yeah, obviously incredibly racist. Um <laughs> and then the twist at the end that his he was lying about his wife having died. Like just yeah. what a villainous character who's just tricked this woman into an affair. Maybe she was um, dead to him. Well <laughs> yeah, it's not I quite guess. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's still really cruel. Yeah. I don't think that lets him off the hook. No. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's that worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that the reason in particular I ask is because of the, the main thing I've not quite known about this. I've seen this once or twice before. Um, is he, is that conclusion real? Did, did he really have a daughter and a living wife? Oh. And all of that. Did, did Graham really meet the daughter, or was that part of his paranoid delusion? God, no, I've, I've ne- I would never have thought of that. I don't know. Ah. But it's interesting. I but thought it, it was you could real. say that about anyone who's ever told anything in a film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, we've got this idea, haven't we, that he's he's been through these phases where he's convinced someone's watching the house before and he 
hides away from the the door when someone knocks at it in case there's no one there. He's he's been through this these hallucinations before. Oh, and any time he mentions them to anyone, when oh, he mentions yeah. them to his mum, she just says she changes the subject and says have a tablet. When he mentions it at his his discussion group, they swiftly move on to something else. All of this is is pointing to he he has these delusions. And it seems to me at the end that it's not quite clear there whether he really does meet her, meet the the daughter, and discover this thing, or whether that's all part of his his fantasy as well. And he tells his mum this, and his mum breaks it off with Mr. Turnbull. But when I've heard, seen this before, I, I was not sure if maybe she just realised that she wasn't going to be able to move on and realised she had to stick around for Graham and that it wasn't going to work, so she just called it off and went along with with that fantasy, um, which is why that, that bit just at the very end where she says, we like old buildings, don't we, you and I, when she's gone through this whole thing where she goes to see the new buildings with Mr Turnbull and starts moving towards a new life, and at the end, that's her just saying, no, I'm just going to stick with Graham. Either because this man, Mr. Turnbull, turned out to be a villain or because Graham's just never going to accept Mr. Turnbull and it's upsetting him too much. So she's just decided to break it off. Have we not seen Halloween? Nobody believed the kid when he said that he was seeing a boogeyman. <laughs> That's true. Yet the boogeyman was there. <laughs> he was. Indeed. If we're if we're going to watch all these films, we should at least learn from them. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly Graham had never seen Halloween. What did you think, Claire? Did you did you see the the uncertainty at the end there? Or have I misread it? Yeah, I mean, so I I just adore this. Like I would watch this all the time. Mm. I I just think it's it's just so heartbreaking but sweet and yeah, relatable. And I think it's deliberately unclear at the end. I think I've decided it's Yeah. It must be. Because we can't we can't fully trust Graham. his yeah, Graham's um interpretation of that situation i fully yeah. trusted the interpretation of the situation Me too oh. yeah. but i'm liking the ambiguity i think you're right i think there could be um, yeah that is very ambiguous i'd i'd rather it was the true story and they just went back to because it, it seemed like mm. they were happy enough together and it also seemed like she needed him to care for her in a way that i'm not sure would be that mr turnbull would would yeah. have the same patience in time and then I wonder if if she allows Graham to be useful in mm. some ways. Mm-hmm. Oh. To give him purpose. You know, maybe yeah. she doesn't forget to turn off the blanket, but it suits him to remind her. Yeah, okay. So she doesn't correct him. She said, oh, Bolton Abbey. That's right up our street, isn't it, Graham? Graham's good with buildings. He knows all the periods of houses. There's one period that's just come in and other people don't like it yet. Only we do, don't we, Graham? I said, I don't know. She said, you do? What is it? 
I said Victorian. She said, that's it, Victorian. Only a lot's been pulled down. Mr Turnbull yawned. Yeah, so there's a very particular part where she asks him for the name of the architectural style. Mm. And she says, what's it called, Graham? And he says, I don't know what you mean. And she says, yes, you do. What's it called? I can't remember. You think that's Mm. a sort of patronising? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of patronising of Graham. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the doctor saying, oh, you're doing a really good job of looking after your mum, Graham. Um, Yeah. And yet, go on. I just I wonder if some of their relationship is is that yeah patronizing. It sounds like yeah that some of her absent mindedness does seem to ring true though. Um, yes. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. Uh, I just love him so much though, and you just mm. want want everything to go well for him. but it's never quite made clear what mental health problems he does have. I thought it was, <clears throat> could be, well, I mean, obviously there were like subtle mentions of his repressed sexuality as this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of Graham's sexuality, I should say. And that they mm. were maybe indicating there was a tenuous connection between his sort of mental health issues and the fact that he couldn't accept himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. They do describe him as having a personality disorder at one point, don't they? Oh, do they? God, I miss so much. I need to watch this again. I think Uh, just in passing. I thought it was made clear that he just needed to put his socks correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just needed to pull his socks up. That's all it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was such a subtle way as well. So, So well written of of introducing the idea of his mental health, which is what she she explains what he does for a job, and it's something that we think doesn't doesn't quite sound like a an ordinary job. And then he goes away to the toilet, and when he comes back, they're talking about mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I thought that you can just you can hear so much of how that conversation has gone while he was out of the room. Um, I thought it was, yeah, Mm. fantastically written. And so this is the question I have following on from Lucid, is that I think this is magnificently written and arty in its own way. Hmm. So why, why did I prefer it to Lucid, which is written artily and trying to get a message across. You know, like, what what is it that makes... Well, obviously you can't answer, but for me, one... Like, this is just an example of exquisite writing and lucid. Just felt like really weak writing. Not really weak, but a bit weak. What What's the difference there? Hmm. So I, I've... While I was watching Lucid, I also... Have, thought of a of something that I saw in the Tate Modern. I think his name is Damien Damien Hurst. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Damien Hurst. And the reason I thought of him is because some of his art installations had to do with dead animals, dead flies, 
um, or dead butterflies. Um, and I was thinking, well, maybe we have, um, maybe we have trouble. What's in, maybe, what is it that I'm trying to say? Maybe it is because it is just too different. Um, I wonder if there are things that we do not understand about art because we don't study art in the way that maybe some other people don't understand, say, about chemistry or science because they don't do chemistry or science. Uh, well, they should. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I also believe that we should all be learning a little bit more about everything. Uh, but there are some things that we might be able to better understand if we are familiar with the theory behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I do believe that the that Lucid was trying too hard and not having studied this history of art or anything related to art, I do think that maybe it was not a good film. But maybe some people that have studied art think it is a good a good film. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm tempted not to not to go along with the comparison to something like chemistry. Uh because the whole point of art is to communicate an idea, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are very well-known like paintings, like white and white, um, that people seem to really like it. But then I, as in mm. we can just look at them right now. We can Google white and white, and I'm like, okay, well, this is very well-known. Uh <laughs> what is it that it's trying to say? I just yeah. don't have an answer. Um... <laughs> so I guess there's two possibilities. One is that there there really is a lot that you can learn about art, mm-hmm. and once you've learned that, you appreciate these other things, these things like white on white more. Um, and the the other side is maybe a lot of this is worthless rubbish. Uh, <laughs> that is only getting created because people are, yeah, the the whole thing's a massive inside joke. (laughs) But people are, yeah, like, (laughs) to to borrow a phrase from Laura, um, piling in a load of wank um, (laughs) just to to sort of perpetuate their own careers. And I feel like it's somewhere between those two extremes. Okay, so the analogy that's coming to mind for me, maybe you can weigh in on this, is with fancy wines. Mm. So basically, mm. anyone can drink wine and think, oh, that tastes of wine, which is about my understanding of wine. Mm-hmm. But then as you learn more about it, you start to develop a better appreciation of different flavour profiles and uh, you can tell what region something's come from. Um, yeah, and so someone who's got that deeper understanding can get a lot more out of a, a fancy bottle of wine that's that's got all these complex flavors and stuff, um, but wouldn't enjoy something trashy like a Cote de Rhone from Aldi. Hmm. Is that the same with films and stuff, or are these educated people getting more out of again to use Laura's phrase, wanky films? <laughs> Um, mm. and wanky art compared to what we're getting out of it and we, we're we stuck with just watching Marvel films because we just like the one that's sweet 
and we're all just drinking hock. I think there's probably something to be said for that, yeah. which is that, you know, if maybe there would be things about a film that we don't pick up on because we don't have a film degree, like technique and mm. sort of subtle things about cinematography that you might notice and think, oh, wow, I wouldn't, you know, I can appreciate that. Um, mm. But at the same time, I think still being lay people, we're entitled to our criticism of something that, no, not that I'm, I agree with you, I think, but. <clears throat> if something seems like a load of wank then <laughs> maybe it is <laughs> yeah sometimes a chair is just a chair <laughs> no that that sounds right somehow i think the the thing with wine is that wine is basically nice and you don't really need to know anything about wine to to know that it's good and it's it it would be like making a wine that is disgusting to anybody who isn't a wine expert and i don't think you really get that i think people who don't know anything about wine will taste the most exquisite wine on the planet and will say that's quite nice um mm, and i feel like wine. it should yeah <laughs> at least right and i feel like it should be the same with films that we should be able to watch this film and maybe some of the stuff we miss but basically it's still a film that's communicating something and maybe we're not going to pick on it, pick up on every subtlety. Yeah. But it, so is, it is surely a shame if it's inaccessible to most people because we've de- and at that point they're they're designing like degree courses around understanding things that are designed specifically so that people who've done those degree courses can understand them. Um, I think that's fine, though. You know, if you, you know, it's like anthropology. We only write for anthropologists and nobody else knows what we're talking about. <laughs> right. And you know what? We're all fine with that. <laughs> yeah, but that that informs something that you can say about about people, right? You can, for example, yeah. design drug policy for the government based on what anthropologists have have discovered and have, have understood, even if uh, just as Claire, if I read one of Claire's papers, I won't know the very first, uh, won't know, understand a word of it. But if that helps make medicine for sick people or helps, you know, make paint that dries more quicker or whatever, um, then it's useful, even if I don't understand it. Whereas making a film, uh, that that is worthless unless you can understand is it by watching it. Beauty worthless? That sounds awfully neoliberal, Michael. Well, beauty oh, is in the eye of the beholder. Oh, Christ, um, we've ended up here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, so I have... Two rebukes to you, Michael. Yeah. Uh, is rebuke the right word? Yes. Rebuttals. Rebuttals, great. <laughs> I like rebuke better. It feels <laughs> yeah, yeah, depends what you're about to say, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You have done wrong. <laughs> oh, no, I'm being rebuked. <laughs> um, so, um, as are made for the viewer or the looker or the listener rather than an expression from the artists themselves Hmm. and also these people who are making art for artists are the ones at the vanguard of art who are making things like oh i don't know to think of a film we watched for last week yellow submarine Mm. that was a bit rubbish but has probably led to some really great pieces of art yeah Um, so do we do people need to be making these pieces of art that i have no idea about so that it can filter through to 
me via via house or whatever. Mm. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Uh but yeah, that if we view these these pieces of art as experiments mm. that might help us, yeah, produce something worthwhile later, um, or more broadly, like more directly worthwhile later, then I guess that's okay. Um, like semi group theory. Like semi group like, theory. Who cares about that? <laughs> exactly. Well, probably that'll be useful. Kind at some of point. not that relevant, but we're just seeing what we can work out and seeing what we can say. Um, and eventually these things, you know, a hundred years after someone's dead, it turns out their work was useful in some weird way that they couldn't have expected. So maybe, yeah, maybe something like that is, is worth having. Um, my fear with some of it is that it's just utterly taking the piss though. Um, (laughs) like a blank canvas with red paint and one white stripe down it and a plaque saying this masterpiece represents jesus and it yeah some of it i i just cannot bring myself to believe that it is worthy um especially when you hear about the the kinds of prices that some of these things go for (laughs) that basically Mm. it's like bitcoin it's it's just that there's some speculation that it will be valuable and there's enough people who don't really know what they're talking about but sound like they know what they're talking about to say this is great, that you can hoodwink idiots into spending literally <laughs> millions of pounds on them. Um, but like Beanie Babies then? Oh, no. Day, I mean, those Beanie, Beanie Babies, babies <laughs> they're going to be worth a fortune. Yes. <laughs> I saw the most fantastic news article about that recently saying, oh, all all of the spiders' eggs that Beanie Babies were filled with have started hatching, so check your attics. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying thought. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just kind of segued there because I felt unjustified and just really liking something for the sake, just because I really liked it. It was a good question. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, we might not get down to the <laughs> down to the, to the answer of what makes art worth existing, which is quite, <laughs> probably the biggest question we've asked so far. Um, but I do think it's interesting comparing Lucid to a chip in the sugar, mm. and I, I think probably the latter has a lot more of value to say, and you can take a lot more out of it. Um, despite being a lot more accessible as well. Um, and I think that's, yeah, that that says a lot for Alan Bennett and everyone else involved in the production. Yeah, so he's made a wine for me and for French people. Yeah, yeah, he's made a wine that, that has subtle, interesting notes um, without also tasting like vinegar. Nice. Well done. I'm not sure I'm on board with the wine metaphor. <laughs> no, it doesn't really is, work, does it? <laughs> Lucid is pomegranate molasses. <laughs> or like aspel cider vinegar. <laughs> so in um, A Chip in the Sugar, there is one point where he's sitting in a chair and there's an empty chair next to him. And I did wonder if the chair symbolised something. 
but then I realized it was just a chair and <laughs> I remembered <laughs> all our conversations about chairs being just a chair. <laughs> Was it meant to remind us that this is the house where he lives with someone else? Maybe, the absence maybe, of that person. Maybe it was just a chair. Yeah. Maybe it was just a chair. Yeah. But again, that's that's a good one that works on both levels. You don't have to. We're like a casual viewer isn't going to be staring at that, being like, "Why the hell is there a chair <laughs> in the middle of the room?" There's a chair because people have chairs in their houses. But if we wanted to read into that a bit more, we could say, well, why are there two chairs in this room? Oh, it's because he lives with his mother still. And maybe that's there to, to remind us the empty chair. Just just pointing out that he doesn't live here on his own and that she's a very important character this, to this story, even though we never hear her side of it. Um, and I call that good art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I like where we've landed with this. He must be allowed to experiment. Yeah, well, it no, doesn't mean it's good, this though. I don't know why I say experiment. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> notice. Experiment. So, pilot speaking. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just because I don't like something, and it's surely all my tastes and perceptions are shaped by our situation and the vast scale of patriarchy and racism and things and... Scratch that, I'm clearly not explaining this well. But I'm just thinking, in anthropo- <laughs> I think I've mentioned it before, the sensory ethnographic film Leviathan. Oh, yeah, it's about fish. Yes, but it's kind of from the fish's in a net perspective. Or something. Yeah. And there's no speaking, and it's all very, like, supposed to be overwhelming to your senses, so it's a lot about sound, and there's, yeah. it's, you know, it's very unsteady sort of camera movement, and you don't see any people's faces. It's just a really long film like that. And yeah. it was terrible to watch. It was so boring <laughs> and awful. But, it, you know, at least they tried something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You know, they're pushing genre boundaries, and, and that's yeah. good. Yeah. We need to question but, the what we accept as, as, as good. I think Claire's right, what she said it earlier. doesn't make it a yeah. good film, though, right? Well... I don't We'd know. We'd have to say this is worth me watching just to me, because though, it's but experimenting. But I'm not the centre of the universe. But we can only talk about what we can understand, right? We we can only say, I watched this and I, just, anything we could say, but maybe there was something in it I didn't understand. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, you, you have as much right as anybody to to consider whether this is valid or not. Um, and it would be a shame if we through genuinely good stuff in in the same basket as you know something like song to song that was a, a horribly aborted experiment <laughs> gone wrong oh, God. um <laughs> yeah mm, i just don't know i just think we need to cast off our we're saddled with blinders cultural yeah, blinders should... that that we can't take off that are shaping all of our perceptions of these films. And I just worry that we're excluding. Oh, I don't know. Oh dear. I agree with you, Laura. I was just mm. rereading an article precisely about wines and the French wine establishment, because I remember 
um, exactly what I'm seeing here. So the French government has been trying to rip some American vines from French soil for the past 87 years, arguing that they are bad for human physical and mental health and produce bad wine. Mm. Oh. <laughs> because they are American vines. Yes, because they are not French. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that maybe sometimes we just have to experiment. That's what I was trying to say by mm. reading this this paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I think you can try and step outside of yourself. I think it's very difficult because, like I'm saying, we're just we're all saddled with our baggage of hmm. how we're situated. And oh God, someone no, shut me up! No, you you're basically you're onto the right idea. I agree with you um, strongly that we <laughs> your opinion <laughs> is correct. Yeah, <laughs> Michael concurs. <laughs> well, no, you just you sound very unsure. Like we're all glaring at you, being like, "What the hell is she saying?" It's because I'm um, just it, using my buzzwords again, and I really need to figure out a way to stop. <laughs> To actually give some nuance to the conversation instead of just saying, the racist and sexist culture. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you, you have got a point. Um, <laughs> whether, whether the problem is a direct I heard result. I just said, use that pathetic voice before that. <laughs> the culture. Oh, was that not just your normal voice? <laughs> This is how I chew it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you get a prize for chittering or something? I was shortlisted. Yeah, I think I'm. I can yeah. be very disarming. You know, <laughs> That's the same important. kind of neurotic. God, what am I talking about? Hey guys, hey, I'm the cool yeah. teacher, <laughs> the neurotic <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Please go on, Michael, about how I am actually right. Yes, you are actually right. Um, in the every time we watch something or like look at a painting or whatever, we we should think about all of the different ways in which we could appreciate it. We should mm. think how, you know, what what is what is the artist trying to communicate? Uh, we should do our best to to you know hold up our end of the the agreement and not expect it all just to be spoon fed to us because we should be able to think, well, maybe this is trying to say something that's not exactly aimed directly at me. Maybe this is aimed for a different audience, mm. of which I'm not a part of. And, and so we should do our best to try and understand that. Um, and you're, you're totally right. And I, I hope we've given Lucid our best shot. <laughs> yeah. um, and at the same time, I think it's fair to try to distinguish between... Uh, experimental, interesting films that have a lot to say but are maybe aimed at a slightly different audience from us, distinguish them from <laughs> terrible films um, that have been thrown together uh, on a deadline just to try and turn a profit like A Bad Mom's Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I think a, I can, I'm happy with that. I'll settle on. That sounds like a yeah. good... I agree. And I think we were all of us may be a bit unsure about Lucid, which we thought had some good points, but we're not sure whether it is a bit crap. Is that fair? Yeah, that sounds fair. But it sounds like a chip in the sugar. We all found something fairly easily that we were engaged with and that we thought had something really uh, interesting to communicate, right? Yes. 
We've nailed it. We we know what art is. Oh, we did answer the question. (laughs) Not on us. (laughs) Brilliant. You only had a minor breakdown along the way. That was great. (laughs) So thriller. Thriller. Um, what made you pick this <laughs> um i had i had this one and one other i i love this i've seen it a few times before i haven't watched it like again and again because it's a bit of a a random one um but i remember being, being quite taken with it as a teenager and it's occurred to me a couple of times that it would be great to discuss this and it'd be great to like share this with people um partly as a short film in its own right, but also as as a bit of a historical artifact now that's that's had a bit of a had quite an effect on the world. Um and I've figured, well, I'll, I'll never be able to pick it or anything like it for film club. And then then we had this idea. Um I was torn between this and one other film. Is this uh, why you had this idea? No, no. I'm sure you suggested this. <laughs> Possibly I did. No, no, it, it occurred to me after we'd talked about it for a bit that the, oh, this okay. is kind of a short film as well as being a music video. Um, and I was torn between this and another film that was a bit too similar to Kitbull, so I thought I'd throw this in for, for variety. What was the other film? Um, it was... Um, Bull Kit. <laughs> <laughs> the hotly awaited sequel. Um, <laughs> no, it, it was a, a early Disney cartoon called uh, Father Noah's Ark, I've never um, heard of that. It's it was on the end of my Dumbo video when I was a kid, so I'd see it after watching Dumbo every time I watched Dumbo. Um, Which is what one time because Dumbo's terrifying. And <laughs> I never watched, watched Dumbo. Like, <laughs> I watched Dumbo again and again and again. Oh, it's so scary. Um, nearly picked it instead of Pinocchio. Anyway, um, yeah. So I love Thriller. Uh, and I'd like to know, firstly, who's who has seen this whole video through before? This is my first I time. I think you might have shown me this, Michael, at some point. Right. It's possible. I don't remember that, mm. but maybe. Look, Fernando, have you seen this? No, I mean, I've seen just um, excerpts from it because I've seen, yeah, yeah but not, not the whole thing. Cool. And Laura? Same, same as Fernando. Okay, oh, cool. oh, so maybe some uh, something slightly new for for you guys then. What what did you all think? Yeah, it was very entertaining. Not quite as deep as some of the others. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can get a good argument out of it. <laughs> did you like it, Claire? Yes, yeah, it, it was quite funny. I would have been really scared by it as a kid, though. Like as a me too. As a yeah, middle teenager. It's kind of scary, really isn't it? Scary, yeah. What what mm. bits in particular were scary? Uh, the zombies, yeah. mostly Michael Jackson's own makeup. He was good, <laughs> and just it? Michael Jackson, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As a, as a young child, that would have been the scariest part. <laughs> oh, <God>. um. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, it was all a bit scary. All that being out at night in the cemetery mm. and the scary zombies surrounding them and. Then just breaking out into dance, that would have freaked me out. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. 
It was very well crafted, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like there were, I didn't see a lot of it coming. Oh, in okay. the beginning, and then oh, suddenly they're in the cinema watching themselves. What? What? <laughs> Twist. And then they walk yeah. out, and then there's real supernatural things. And then she runs into the house and twist again. She's actually home. Another twist. He is a monster. (laughs) I couldn't keep up. (laughs) Just when you thought you were safe. (laughs) Every time, pulled the rug out from under me. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. And obviously the music's amazing. Yeah. Oh, what a um, track. Yeah. I do feel like I find it very difficult to watch Michael Jackson stuff now, though, since mm. I watched Finding Neverland. How would, would you recommend watching Finding Neverland? I really would. It's it's great. Uh, not great. Okay. It's harrowing, but it's a really good documentary. Um, okay. Yeah. I've heard sort of uh, criticism and the ot- opposite of criticism, acclaim. Um. <laughs> you know that thing, the positive yeah, thing. That, you know that criticism. thing when you don't hate something, not <laughs> hate. <criticism>. That's what <laughs> <it is. laughs> What did you think, Fernando? I thought many, many things. Well, not many things, but more than one thing. First of Great. all, um, I thought that maybe this was like Yellow Submarine because I thought, well, maybe this has inspired many other things, many new things, many things that many contemporary things. For example, I think it has inspired Lady Gaga's Marry the Night, which, by the way, I think oh. it's an amazing short film. Oh, uh, okay. I would highly recommend it. Um, I wish I had a festival of music videos. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't know any music videos. Um, when <laughs> they are walking past the cemetery, I also thought, wait, was this the, as in, did Taylor Swift get some inspiration from this? As in, uh, her music video, Look What You Made Me Do, starts in a cemetery mm. that looks very much like it. And I was like, wow, maybe, maybe this inspired Taylor Swift as well. So I think that this was, Again, some amuse, amuse for more art in the future. Mm. Um, but unlike Yellow Submarine, this was a good precursor of the art that we have <laughs> right now. It's enjoyable. Um, yeah. Um, some of the things that I thought was that it was, it, it, mm, that. Mm, some of some aspects of it are very, I'm not sure if exclusively, but certainly mathematical. And mm, oh. I guess that mathematics thing, like in, in, in mathematics, you have a structure and then you have suddenly have a substructure. You also have, I guess, yeah. fractals that have objects within it. They have sections of itself that look exactly like the whole thing. So I thought that was doing, that's what, this film was short film was doing as in it was showing you a film within a film or a dream within a dream um and that also reminded oh, me oh dear uh that also reminded Practice. me of um gabriel garcia marquez uh, book 100 years of solitude um, which is in one of one of the characters also dreams that he dreams that he dreams and he has the ability to go inside the dream and then go into some different dreams and 
That's what I thought. Oh. Too. There were several things that I thought when watching the film. I also thought that this was not a short film. This was just a music video. Um, mm. And I thought that the music was excellent. Um, it's probably yep. the best album ever created. This should be probably the... Oh, high praise. Yeah, this should be the national anthem of the European Union. Um, <laughs> that would be thriller. Yes. Hmm. So those are my thoughts. Interesting. Cool. God, everything's fucking fractal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Did, did it make you want to dance? Were you dancing yeah. while you were watching it? Yeah, a little bit. Hmm. I also, for the first time, appreciated the Nosferatu arms. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, that's never made sense to me. I mean, I never really questioned it. I just thought it was, a, it was an old dance move. God, how much else are we missing? <laughs> well, do you want me to read all my notes and you can find out? Yes. Oh, we got notes, yeah. How much work has Michael Jackson had done at this point? Yeah. As in plastic <laughs> surgery. I think the, the wolf face was, um, <laughs> I think that was just temporary. Right, okay. Uh, movie with Michael Jackson within movie, uh, then an arrow, and then last action hero. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, only sync when overcome with emotion. We were talking about that earlier. Oh, yeah. Is that the we same were? with dancing? Should you only dance when you're <laughs> oh, over great. Just dance when you're really scary. Yeah. Uh, Nosferatu arms. Why isn't she running? But she then did run, so that's not yeah. so bad. Then she ran into a big scary house that she didn't... That was stupid. Classic Halloween. Yeah. Next line, also Halloween vibes. Yeah. Excellent. Which must have influenced this, right? I think so. Uh, and then a comment that it was John Landis... And, I meant to uh, question that because I don't know who that is, but I remember I remember the name, and I know I should know who it is. So he directed a lot of Michael Jackson films. He was also involved in um, oh, what's it called? <laughs> anyway, you'd recognise him if you saw him. Okay. And the last comment I have is rap in inverted commas because they used inverted commas in the credits yes. for the spoken words part, <laughs> which I enjoyed. That's quite good. So uh, yeah. hopefully that will help you get get everything you need out of that film that's yeah i think i've got all of the all of the important stuff all from of the there. subtle points yeah. oh we blues directed brothers. the blues brothers there just seeing that and the three amigos oh. <laughs> i don't know if he directed the three amigos but oh yes he only did oh, what a talented okay. man i love the three amigos yeah see national lampoon's animal house that's what i want to see oh i've never seen that I think that if you're going to ask someone to marry you, you should mention that you're a werewolf beforehand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also maybe, hey. you know, it seemed like he had kind of planned that. Yes. And I was she like, was in real peril. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> yeah. If, if you're a werewolf and you know it's a full moon, make sure you've got enough petrol. I think that's mm. rule one. <laughs> um, of of werewolfing, werewolf one hundred and one. Um, yeah, but then that wasn't the film, yeah. so you know we have to suspend disbelief. Yeah. Hmm. What else did you think, Michael? Um, I've got that the effects were pretty good, visual effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pr- pretty impressive. Pr- actually, pretty scary, particularly when he turns into the zombie. Is his yeah. face is quite quite mm. terrifying. Mm. Um, 
and uh, he has terrible popcorn manners. Yeah. <laughs> you see him just shoving oh. the popcorn into his mouth with his mouth open, chewing with his mouth open while he's laughing. Terrible. <laughs> but I think in the dark of the cinema, I've probably got to that point. And then he gave the popcorn to the people next to him. That was mm, kind. Which was, which that was, was kind, yeah. I'd appreciate yeah. that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If only the good old days of the community cinema came back, right? <laughs> Let's talk about that for another hour and a half. <laughs> um, the main point I've got in, in capitals is the, the perfect dance routine uh, once all the zombies are there. It's just like the, the tightest, most perfect pop dance routine I've ever seen. It's just so good. And yeah, and Michael Jackson in particular, he just, I suppose partly due to his hot-housed youth, um, <laughs> but also some kind of talent in there. He, it just, I wish I could make my body move like that. Incredible. It did fill me with a bit of despair thinking, my God, what must it be like? <laughs> To be, to be that good at dancing, yeah, it's so fluid. Mm. Yeah, it just looks effortless as it's well. It's a doesn't lumbering it? sack of potatoes tied together with some rope. That's what I feel like when I'm <laughs> dancing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just try to be as conservative as possible when I'm dancing. I think that's why Kaylee was invented, as in Kaylee is the perfect dance. (laughs) Oh, I love Kaylee's, because they tell you how to do it. And there's no rhythm involved. You just march (laughs) around. You can't really get it too wrong, can you? Um, Whereas you can imagine them being like, right, we're going to do Thriller next. (laughs) So everybody line up in a a perfect triangle. One person at the front, then three people behind, then seven people behind. And then we're going to do this thing where you all break up and run in completely different directions, but somehow you end up in exactly the right place. Brilliant. Yeah, just superb. I do recommend Finding Neverland, though. It's very convincing as well. It's it's convincing. So I... I've thought about watching it, and my brother told me not to bother. Really? Um, yeah, he's so he's a, a big, he's very interested in in the history of Michael Jackson. And everything he got like this <laughs> encyclopedia sized biography and read a few different things, and he watched that film. Mm. And in the end, he he said basically, it, it's a film where you're just expected to to take the word of some people. And if you do take the word of them, then he's guilty. And if you don't, then he's not. And there's just no no evidence really presented or anything. Um, but I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. You, you say it's convincing. I found it extremely convincing. Um, yeah. It is very much focused on like the testimonies of the people that he abused or the accusers. I, I believe. Yeah. You know? They're just, okay. there's, I don't know. It seems very, and um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd recommend I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. 
Okay. So from your judgment, he, because there's some pretty terrible things he was accused of, from your judgment, he probably did that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. In which case, yeah, I can can see that it's going to be at least a bit weird watching him in a music video. Mm. I mean, I I kind of get what you're brother means which is that from what i remember it's it is it's very based on the their experiences their testimonies their you know hmm. descriptions rather than here's evidence of although it, it also has interviews with all their family members about everything that yeah you know I, it's just so well put together and i just found it so believable right. but then you i suppose you can't base actual judicial trials just on I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? So that was the other thing that he did say was that there was a trial about this involving these people and the jury said that he was not guilty. Um, but they're, they've changed some of what they're saying, right? They're, there's some suggestion that they didn't, that not all of the facts were made available at trial. I, I don't, I can't remember. Yeah, okay. It's one of these sort of frustrating things that you're, we will just never know, I guess, because there can be no trial because because the yeah. man's dead, um, and it's yeah, it's what one of those things that you you almost wish there could be a proper inquest into this, kind of just to find mm. out whether I can still enjoy these music videos, <laughs> which is a bit silly. Um, yeah, weird one. Maybe I will give it a watch sometime. Uh, what I guess what I should do is is like watch it. And watch the other video, like the the other film that tries to tell the other side of it. But I don't really know what that video is. Um, I don't think that film exists. Or maybe what you can do is listen to a podcast. Uh, I have an episode from, oh. I guess, the Daily that basically is uh, is about can you still enjoy Michael Jackson? Uh, knowing that maybe he has been accused of mm. these things and not knowing if it's true and not knowing if it is not true. Um, and I thought that podcast was interesting. Okay. So maybe I'll share it with you. Oh, I'd, uh, I'd love to have a mm-hmm. listen. Mm. Mm, yeah. I'll find it. It's a tricky one. I feel like more, more and more these days I'm, I'm uh, ch- choosing films and thinking, oh, wait, hang on. That guy was in this and I've heard some stuff about that <laughs> mm. guy. Uh, yeah, it's tricky. What I also liked about the short film, not short film music <laughs> video of Thriller is that at the end it says that any coincidence or resemblance <laughs> yeah. to the living, dead, or undead yes. is pure coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice touch. Yeah, that's fun. They don't normally mess around with that bit. They normally leave that quite serious. Um <laughs> but I suppose because it, it was in like a 10 minute music video, they didn't figure that anyone would actually be trying to sue them for <laughs> like, oh, also, that. I'm not convinced the undead would sue them. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they're probably covered either way. <laughs> ah. Well, thank you for all, uh, all watching that one anyway. Thank you for picking it. It was a left field choice, and I'm glad that we. That we <laughs> I'm go a bit crazy. <laughs> Maybe I'll pick Father Noah's Ark next time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm interested in that as well. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I was going to pick was a. I think it was called A Deer of Nine Colors. Oh, mm. that sounds amazing. Well, it's Chinese, and 
Yes. Old, but I had a brilliant sort of flip through the YouTube video and there was a still that seemed just a little bit racist. And I was like, well. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, we can analyze whether it was racist, right? Oh, that's, a, done, yeah. that's a whole podcast right there. But I mean, yeah, look at that. The animation looks stunning. Okay. Mm, stunning. It's from the 80s. It looks a bit like The Last Unicorn, but more colorful. Ooh. It's got at least nine colors. It it does indeed. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to do this again sometime. We should. Then. Oh, there was another. Sorry, I know we've done it, and it's not picking. But the <laughs> other one that I was thinking about picking, I very nearly picked, but I've seen it before, and the, it's got like these really boring bits at the start and the end. It was Rusaloshka? I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but it was. It's the Russian little animated Little Mermaid, okay. and I recommend giving it a watch if you have. It's oh, only cool. 29 minutes, um, okay. which is quite long, but it's also just oh, got very beautiful animation. Is it from that like Soviet animation studio that did the Winnie the Pooh and the Jungle Book oh, adaptations? Oh, maybe. I don't know. It's from like the 60s, I think. Oh, mm. we've definitely got to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe after episode 125 or something. <laughs> I'll just walk my way through the talking heads. <laughs> yes. I don't know any other short films. <laughs> well, you can just pick something that's not really a short film like I did. That's true. <laughs> I'll pick the music video for Miss Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> or like a YouTube video with that tells you like how like to an Uncle make, Roger video. How to make cupcakes or something. <laughs> an Uncle Roger video. Yeah, perfect. Is this racist? Um <laughs> I recommend watching the Talking Heads series, though, if you like a chip in the sugar, because they're all amazing. So I think they're all different actors? Mm. Yes. Um. All different, highly distinguished, famous actors. Oh, cool. Like Maggie Smith. Yeah, Maggie Smith, Patricia Rutledge. Wow. uh, Julie Walters. Stephanie Cole. Um, There's her off of, of Keeping Up Appearances. That's Patricia Rutledge. That's Patricia Rutledge. Yeah. Oh, it's great stuff. <laughs> and there's a modern one that they made like last year. I saw that because I was trying to find it on a different site than Daily Motion because the ads were driving me insane. <laughs> I don't know if you got this. Uh, yeah, we got one at the start. Oh, yes, ad blocker goes a long way. Oh, you got I, I didn't. So there was an ad every ah. five minutes. Oh, it was really Jesus. jarring because you get into like an emotional bit or so, there'd be a dramatic bit and then it would be like. There's something for everyone at Gala <laughs> oh, Bingo. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it was no really idea. jarring. Awful. Um, <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> so many times. Why do you not have an ad blocker? I don't know what that is or how to get it. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll send you a link after this. Okay. It takes like 30 seconds to install and Will you're it set for life. won't be able to watch Channel 4 anymore, though. You have to disable it on 4OD. I see. Oh, really? Yeah. I suppose I don't watch that much 4OD. You can just disable it for that one site. Yeah, it's like one click. Oh, right, for that site. And it site. remembers what site to turn oh, off. Oh, I don't have for. to turn it on and off every day. Okay. Nah. Oh, this is good then. Nah, super good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any other thoughts about any of these. Anything else anyone wants to say? I'd Not like us to do me. the connection between Yellow Submarine and Heartbeats, but I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 
that boat has sailed through time. <laughs> the submarine has sailed <laughs> through Canada. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes, great. Excellent. Right, shall I play the music? Brilliant. Indeed. Here we go. <laughs> what a masterpiece i'd forgotten about that already yeah